Greetings everyone and a warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. My name is Tom Poland, beaming out to you from Little Castaways Beach in Queensland, Australia, joined today by Laura Gassner-Otting. Laura, a very good afternoon, I guess it is for you. Welcome. Where are you based? I'm based in Boston, Massachusetts. Boston, Massachusetts. There's a song about that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> which I will not break into right now. For those who don't know Laura, she's got a terrific book out called Limitless, which we're going to discuss in a moment. But she speaks with change agents, entrepreneurs, investors, leaders, donors, to get them past the doubt and indecision that often you know, consigns great ideas to inertia and limbo. She delivers strategic thinking, well-honed wisdom, informed by decades of navigating change across the startup, nonprofit, political, and philanthropic landscapes. It sounds like it's been a rich journey for you, Laura. Title today is Limitless, the same title as the book, How to Ignore Everybody, subtitle including your parents. It does, absolutely. <laughs> it does. Carve your own path and live your best life. Love it. Inspirational stuff. Laura, our seven minutes is going to start now. Question number one, who is your ideal client? My ideal client are people who are entrepreneurs. They're either working for themselves or they're entrepreneurs inside of organizations helping other people claim their dreams. Perfect. Thank you. Question number two, tell us about the problem you solve for them. Problem I solve is helping people get unstuck. So we are all pursuing this idea of success that has been written for us by somebody else. This whole long list that was handed to us by a guidance counselor or a career counselor at some point telling us what success would look like. And then we fulfilled it and we all felt empty anyway. So I help people figure out what's actually going to make them happy. It's not just success as written by the outside world, but how do we define it internally ourselves? Perfect. Thank you for that. Six minutes left. Question three, what are some of the symptoms of the people going to be experiencing who've got that problem? Yeah, the people who experienced this problem are the ones that got a checklist when they were 16, 17, 18 years old that said a good job. What makes a good job good is the money, is the leader, is the mission, is the skills you're going to learn, is the prestige, et cetera. But they were never told, prioritize that list for you. What makes a good job good for you? So these 16-year-olds that are making decisions about the rest of our lives before we literally have a frontal lobe to make good ones are dictating who we are at 26, 36, 46, 56. And then we wonder, why am I having this crisis? And that programming, the voices keep going. So tell us, we, you know, you, you work with people that are pretty ambitious. You know, we've got startups, we've got not-for-profits. We, people want to make a difference as well. So they're, they're going to be trying stuff. They want to get ahead. So tell us about some of the common mistakes that you see people making when they're trying to solve this problem of happiness and fulfillment and playing life on their own terms. What are some of the common mistakes they make before they find your solution? Yeah, I think some of the common mistakes they make is being all things to all people all the time. Mm. They say yes to everything. They try to solve all the problems. Then all they end up doing is solving their own ego's need to help. So they ask, how can I help as opposed to what needs to happen? And they end up being in the center of all of the solutions, but they aren't actually the solutions that are getting the problem that they want to solve. And so they exhaust themselves, costume changing and code switching all day long so they can be all things to all people. And they don't actually stop and say strategically. What is the best thing I can be doing right now? Who is the best person to help me get there? What do I need to learn in order to be where I want to be three years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now? They don't stop and think about what actually will matter to them. And so that's what I do is I help clarify that for them by taking up this idea of success and talking to them about this idea of consonance, alignment, harmony, flow of when what they do matches who they are. Do people say that you help them to get very conscious about life? Because it sounds yes. like a lot of those questions are stimulating that. Yes, I help them to get conscious, but also confident. 
I think a lot of people don't feel confident because they're told, follow your passion. And then they follow their passion only to find that it's hard. And they're like, well, if I followed my passion, but now it's hard, maybe it wasn't my passion after all. Maybe this, I should do something else. Right. And so I help them understand that confidence actually comes from competent. It comes from failing and falling and getting up and learning and figuring it out. Because failure is not finale, it's fulcrum. It's where we learn and we grow and we innovate and we change. And so I help people understand how to develop those muscles so that they can get gritty and get resilient and get competent about what they want to do so they can be confident about the chances they want to take and the risks that they want to take. Perfect. Thank you. And that a wise person once told to me, Tom, said to me, Tom, the word no can be a complete sentence. The word no is a complete sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Use it sometimes, right? So thank you for that. Very well articulated. Three minutes left. Question number five. I want to give people an action item, a step they could take forward in the right direction. It, it won't solve the whole problem. It's not the whole journey, but it's going to start them off. What's your top tip? My top tip is to stop defining success as it has been handed to us externally, but to start thinking about it in terms of four different things, calling, connection, contribution, and control. Number one, calling. What is the thing that gets you out of bed in the morning, that driving force, the business you want to build, the practice that you want to develop, the bottom line you want to grow, the cause you want to solve, the leader you want to serve, the family you want to nurture? What is that calling? Connection. Does your work matter? What's in your inbox, your to-do list, your calendar? And does it actually get you any closer to that calling at the end of the day than at the beginning of the day? Number three, contribution. Connection's all about the work. Contribution's all about you. Does this job pay you the lifestyle that you want, give you the life flexibility you need? Does it allow you to manifest your values? Is it inspiring you? Is it giving you a career trajectory that you want? Does it contribute to the life you want? And then lastly, control. How much agency do you actually have over how your work impacts your life? Can you control how much your work connects to your calling and how much it contributes to your life? And when you figure out those four C's, how much you have, how much you need, you're actually able to define success for you and not all those other people that are telling you what it should look like. Perfect. Thank you. Can you give us the four C's again, please? Calling, connection, contribution, and control. And it would be terrific, folks, if you just start with the first one and figure out what your calling is. Get a, get a legal pad and a blue pen and start doodling. Brainstorming. Like what do you actually care about? And you don't have to just have one. People aren't born with a calling. Right. We have different callings throughout our lives. And by the way, your calling only has to be your calling. If you want to cure cancer, that's awesome. If you want to buy a Maserati in a beach house, that's awesome too. Nobody gets a vote. And we have to stop giving votes in our lives to people who shouldn't even have voices. Your right. calling, your purpose is only yours and yours alone. And it doesn't have to have higher or lofty in front of it. It just has to be the thing that gets you Perfect. out of bed in the morning. Thank you for that. And question number six, I'm going to answer it just for the sake of time. Folks, if you want more resources, go to www.my4questions.com. That's the word for, F-O-U-R, my4questions.com. What are they going to find there, Laura, very quickly? They're going to find one question about each of the four C's, a question Perfect. about calling, connection, contribution, and control. And it will tell you exactly what you need to get more of any of these things in your life. Fantastic. In question number seven, we've got a whopping 35 seconds left. What's the one question I should have asked you but didn't? The question that you should have asked me is, does everybody need all four of these things? And, and the answer it? is no. <laughs> the answer is you only need as much of each of them as you need. And at different ages and different life stages, it's going to be different. So... Don't stress out if you don't have one of them. You might not need it, and that's okay. You only have to be in alignment with you. Laura Gassner-Otting, thank you for your wisdom and insights and uh, the rich experience you've just shared. Thank you so much, Tom. 
Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.